Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Sarah Beth Pollock. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Undead Walking Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock. And this week, we have a very special interview with Fear the Walking Dead star, Alexa Nysenson, who plays Charlie on the show. She's been with the show since season four, and she was kind enough to join us to preview what's coming in season six. And um, I think you're going to want to hear what she has to say. She does have something that we are the only ones to to have at this point, so it's kind of an exclusive. Um, so if you are fans of her work with um, w- between Charlie and Alicia, uh, her co-star Alicia Devon Carey, then definitely want to hear what she has to say. Um, we also talk about what it's been like working on the show, what it was like filming the Comic-Con at Home segments, and just the show in general and, and um, her experiences. And it's a really fun interview. I think you're going to like it. Um, and then we also recorded a video segment that will be available on the Undead Walking Twitter page and Facebook page. So be sure to check that out. It's got some exclusive kind of quick fire questions that we did um, to get to know her better. And um, yeah, it was. It, I think you're going to like it. It's a really cool interview. And it just happened that we were able to talk the day that they released the key art featuring Morgan, uh, Lenny James. And um, so that was fun to be able to talk about that. And obviously, since then, we've gotten a lot of really cool content, including an exclusive teaser um, that was only revealed on undeadwalking.com on Friday. And that's, so there's a lot of really cool Fear the Walking Dead season six news out there. And it worked out really well that we were able to talk with Alexa this week. So I really hope you enjoy the the interview. And if you like what we're doing on the Undead Walking podcast, please make sure that you uh, subscribe, give us a review, leave us, you know, leave us comments, leave us questions. And um, Adam and I will always do our best to answer those questions in a future podcast. So um, your support means everything, and, and always remember that this is a podcast by fans for fans. So, um, you know, this is this is your podcast as much as it's our podcast, and so we want it to be things that you're interested in, in topics that you want to hear about. So, um, we won't know unless you let us know. So, you know, like I said, subscribe, leave us reviews, leave us comments and questions, and um, you know, make this your podcast too. So, um, for now. I think we're going to jump right into our interview with Alexa, and I really hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. 
Hey everyone, I'm really excited uh, because today's special guest for the Undead podcast is none other than Fear the Walking Dead star, Alexa Nysenson. Alexa, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm incredibly excited to be here. It's a huge day. Like I know, um, so the podcast won't actually be out until Sunday, but today is Wednesday and today we have gotten a huge amount of news about the season six, like just what's going on. We got a summary. We got this crazy image of, of Lenny James as yes. Morgan Jones, and we are yes. so excited. Me too. What, um, had you seen the image before it came out today? Like, did you know that was coming? I did know it was coming a little earlier today, I, a little bit before it was, it was shared on social media. I mean, obviously, it's an amazing image. I love it. And I think it gives a glimpse into the tone of the season, which I love, and truly how dark this season is. I mean, I am so excited because it is taking, you know, kind of a new, a new vibe this season. It is dark. It is more intense. I mean, we are definitely putting the fear in Fear the Walking Dead. I mean, I know for me, I've been on, this is my third season on the show, and I, I feel like I'm kind of used to all the, you know, on-set shenanigans, I guess you could say, with all the, you know, cool things we do and all the walkers but I mean this year I was honestly like I was spooked out like I was spooked out by some of the stuff I saw so I am very excited for for fans to see you know how how dark this season really is oh definitely and it's I mean it's it ended on such a kind of a tragic note I mean season five like it everybody was doing so well and and you had these missions and everybody was helping everybody and then the, the finale comes along and everybody's being pulled apart. And it was, yeah. I mean, it was like gut-wrenching. And oh. so I can't imagine what season six is going to be like, because everybody's separated and we haven't been separated for a while now. Definitely. And I think we're going to get to see how, I mean, especially, you know, for Charlie, how being separated from her group is going to take a toll on her. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like being a teenager, like in, in apocalypse you know I mean she she lost her real family and then this new found family took her in now she's being separated from them so I can only imagine how traumatic that must be for her so I'm I'm really excited you know to see um all the fan reactions and see how that being separated really plays into to all the stories definitely I mean what's that like because when you really look back at Charlie I mean she has been um, you know, she started out in season four as this kind of like undercover operative for the vultures and like, yeah. you know, but she was, it, it looked like she was enjoying living at the ballpark also. I mean, she, yeah. you know, that, that couldn't have been difficult. It could, couldn't have been easy to, to turn your back on people, oh, yeah. you know, that way. And then, so then you, you lose people there, you lose the vultures, you lose Nick, you lose, yeah. you know, like, I mean, it, Charlie's arc has just been so incredibly tragic but also really uplifting because now you're in a place where you have you know you do have family like that must be hard as an it must be hard but it must be kind of fun as an actress to be able to bring that to life oh 100 percent. i mean i it is so rewarding as as an actor to be able to play such a, a complex um character with so many different layers that has gone through such and such change and is always evolving and that's one of the reasons, I mean, I love the show so much and our amazing uh, showrunners, Ian and Andrew and 
um, our creators and Scott Gimple and, and, and everybody, you know, that, that is a part of the show has created this character that is so complex and just is always changing and evolving. And I'm so grateful and lucky that, that I've gotten to, to bring her to life. So it's been, it really has been amazing to see Charlie, you know, at the start of season four till now, you know, what you guys are going to get to see in season six to see the change she has gone through. And I think, like I said, she's always changing, you know, just based on everything that's going on around her. And, you know, she's a teenager just growing up and yes, you know, she's trying to survive in the apocalypse, but she's also, you know, just, she's just dealing with, you know, real life things too. And, and that's something, you know, I, I love so much about getting to play Charlie. Definitely. What's it like? It, 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 we got this question because I did, I did reach out and I, I know you probably saw some of the questions people were asking and, and I love that there's so many people who are so excited that, that we get to talk, yeah. um, you know, kind of jumping back into the past, like a lot of people have wanted to know, um, you know, what it was like when you found out that you were going to be the one to, to kill Nick and, you know, is there a chance, do you think that, that she either has redeemed herself at this point or do you think she's still on this journey to figure out her redemption because of what she did? Um, okay, I, I'll start with the, the first part of that question, if that's okay. So I, when I joined the show, um, I actually did not know that that was going to happen. You know, I knew when I joined that Charlie was going to kind of be a spy and, you know, kind of work for the vultures and go against, you know, our group. And then I, I, I read the script for episode three and I found out that Charlie shoots Nick. But at the time, I was a recurring guest star in season four. So everything in that season was so top secret. Like, I mean, our show was always kind of top secret, but especially because there was so much going on during that season, it was like extra top secret. So I was actually, at the time... Um, I wasn't getting the full scripts to all the episodes. I was just getting um, the scenes that I was in. So I knew that, I mean, when I read it, I was shocked. I was like, mom, am I reading this right? Like Charlie, she, she shoots Nick. Like I was, I mean, I was shocked, but I actually didn't know the end result. I mean, I knew that she was going to shoot him once I read it, but I didn't know what happened after that. So after, you know, it wasn't, soon after that, that I, I was talking to cast members and, and, you know, people just, you know, rereading the scripts and I was able to put the pieces together and eventually found out because also we were doing a lot of flashbacks in, in season four, if you remember. So I, I remember, you know, cause I was 11. So I remember doing this scene, you know, where Charlie shoots Nick, but then I was like, oh, but then next week I'm just going to like film with Frank again. Like, like nothing was wrong because we were doing so many flashbacks and stuff so you know that I, I eventually then figured it out and I remember when the episode aired um a few cast members called me and Ian and Andrew called me uh Mikey Satrazimus our producer and director called me and then Scott Gimple called me and they were all just kind of you know letting me know about what the fan reaction was probably going to be um and it kind of made me feel better because Scott was telling me like a story about how he was once like chased through an airport because someone was like mad at him. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be like the only person ever. Um, 
So, so that was a little comforting, but I definitely knew that Charlie was going to take some heat and the fans were going to be angry, which I want to say, I completely understand why the fans were angry. Like I, I can only imagine as a fan of this show, but also it's just like me as a fan of other shows, you know, I know what it's like when you're four five, six seasons into a show and you lose a character that you love so much. Like I understand how devastating that is. So I totally get where all the fans were coming from. But I was definitely not expecting the personal hate. Um, I think some of the fans didn't separate, you know, they, they couldn't really separate Charlie from me, Alexa. And I mean, I, I, I think I was still 11, maybe about to turn 12 when the episode aired. And I can remember I would like cry. I was devastated when when I was, you know, just reading some of these comments that were like, uh, we hate Alexa, Alexa did this. And I was just like, oh my God, like they hate me. Like they think I, I was actually the one who did this because I am, I mean, I am so polar opposite of Charlie <laughs> in real life. So that was definitely interesting. But I also have gotten to meet such wonderful fans that have grown to love and support Charlie. Um, I was invited to a fan convention last year and I actually wasn't sure if I was going to go because I was so nervous that either nobody was going to want to meet me or someone was going to like come up to like my booth and like yell at me and say they hate me but I, I ended up going and I'm so grateful I did because I got to meet so many supporting um like loving fans of Charlie and it and it kind of opened my eyes and I was like okay maybe like I think there are some people out there that, you know, are kind of growing to like Charlie and that was really great. So for every kind of, I hate you, you killed Nick comment I get, I also see such, you know, nice, wonderful things from a ton of fans, um, which has been great. But with the redeeming part of the question, sorry, I know I just went on like a whole rant. Oh, no, no, that was, that was great. Um, that was actually but, really great. But, you know, I think... At this, you know, at the end of season four and then, you know, going into season five and we will definitely see this more in season six, Charlie is always striving to redeem herself. And I think she knows how grateful she is that this group took, you know, took her in. And she knows that she's lucky that they kind of made her a part of their family after everything she did. And I think, I mean... Uh, yeah, I think she's always striving to, you know, fully redeem herself and, and prove herself and wanting to be a valuable member of this team. And I think wants the group to be proud of her and, and glad that they, they took her in. Definitely. And, you know, it's funny because listening to you talk and, and to think that you were 11 when that happened and to think yeah. you're only 14 now. And, and, yeah. and that seems like, I mean, when you're that age, I just turned 40. So I'm like, I, I, I still can't believe that I'm 40. And it's like, I, I, I remember when I was 14, but it was like, you know, like those years are so insane. And it seems like they go by, like they go by really fast when you look yeah. back, but like when you're in them, it goes by mm -hmm. so slow. And to think that all of these things have happened in the span of time that these, you know, the, the two seasons we've seen and then the upcoming For season sure. six, I mean, it's incredible, but it also blows my mind how mature and amazing you are when you talk about these things because it's you. just, it just, it, 
I think people do forget and, and it's something that, um, yeah. you know, it, it's, we were, I was actually talking, we were recording a podcast yesterday and we were talking about how some of the biggest moments on the walking dead have always been at the hands of young people. I mean, you've had, you know, on the, on the original series, you had Chandler Riggs having to kill his mother after yeah. his baby sister was born and, you know, um, Kaylee Fleming killed people and, you know, killing walkers. I mean, there are these major moments with young people and, and we forget like, that's like, yes, you know, that, that event took place on the show where Charlie killed Nick, but that's not the only crazy thing. I mean, it, it, but it's also a credit to the writers because nobody saw that coming. (laughs) I I think it's so great that, you know, through, through this walking dead universe that, you know, all the shows, you know, they we do get to see how kids and, and teenagers would would deal in this in this kind of crazy world that they're living in. So I'm I'm really grateful that I, I have this opportunity to show this perspective of, of a teenager and how she's going through it. And and that's really special. Oh definitely. And you know I think it's uh, it's funny because we just so it's it's August now, but last month we got to see everybody for the first time in, in ages at the Comic-Con at home panels. And um, this was a first chance for a lot of fans to get to know the, the cast of the new, the new show world beyond. And, yeah. and when you did the, um, the hang the family hangout, like it was neat to be able to see everybody. And so now like it, there's actually, it actually seems like there's more younger people than, yeah. than anything. So now like you're one of many, whereas you were one of the few before. <laughs> I know. I mean, Speaking of the the family hangout, I mean, that was so fun. I love doing that, and I really hope we can do more. In that the would future. be so amazing. Because, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it was great to see familiar faces, you know, um, Karen and, and Lenny, and, um, but, but it was great because I got to kind of virtually meet people in the universe that I hadn't met before, and uh, that was so fun. I mean, I actually had met um, Cassidy, McClincy, who who was in my group from The Walking Dead, I met her last year, and she's just like the sweetest person ever. I mean, she really is just the most genuinely like happy, cheerful person. And she's like, I I can say she's genuinely like that, like to everybody. And she's just like a ray of sunshine. So I it was good, <laughs> kind of virtually um, seeing her again. But it was great because I got to meet so many um, great people. You know, in The Walking Dead universe, I got to meet. Um, Annette Mahendra from World Beyond, and I got to meet um, Kari Payton and Paula from The Walking Dead. Um, I mean, virtually, of course, I say meet, but you know. Um, <laughs> so that was great. And I feel like with the family hangout, even though we're all on separate shows, we're kind of like have this bond and like we're kind of tied together because we're in the same universe. Um, but, but I loved getting to do that. I loved watching all the groups and I think the fans really enjoyed it. So hopefully we can we can do more of those in the future. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and it's got, have you, had you had a chance or has anybody approached you from any of the other shows who, you know, and I know Zoe is new to the, to fear. So that's been, that's going to be really fun to see her, but do you get asked like what to expect as, you know, as a new cast member, or, you know, being on a show like this, have you have, has anyone approached you for advice? I have not been asked um from you know any other show but you know I think I think it's great that we you know we all have such I mean this whole universe is just so welcoming and 
and sweet. You know, we're, we're all always filming. And I mean, especially right now, we're all on like different schedules. And like, even at, at you know, the real Comic-Con last year when we were all there, like Comic-Con is like so, um, like your schedule is like so jam-packed. It's like interview to interview in the car to the next place, to the next photo shoot, to the next interview. I mean, and it was the most exciting thing ever, but you don't really get a time to like, you know, socialize and, and talk. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful to be part of such a, a welcoming, sweet universe. And there are so many people in it that we all get to kind of, you know, talk, but, but I haven't been asked yet for, for advice, but I mean, I, I would love to, to meet some more newer additions to the universe. Definitely. You know, and it's weird because, you know, obviously the pandemic is, is not the way you want to, you know, you don't want to be stuck in a pandemic, but at the same time, it's been, it's been really neat because it has brought people together because normally you wouldn't be able to see, you know, like you say, like, it's so crazy during Comic-Con, but there's no opportunity, even if you're at a convention, like usually everybody's shooting at different times. So no one is ever able to get together like this. It's very like, usually like if you're at a convention or Comic-Con or whatever, I mean, it's very like scheduled and kind of planned for you where there's not a lot of, you know, like downtime and time to kind of mix and mingle, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say, you know? So this, this was really great. And I mean, I can't believe it took a pandemic to do this because I feel like, I mean, this was so fun. And like I said, I loved watching all the other groups too. Like, and mm-hmm. I think it was great to see all the different dynamics, you know, and, and all the different people from different shows kind of come together. And like I said, I would love to do more of those in the future because they were just, I mean, I had a blast. Oh yeah. And I really, I hope it is like, it's, it's funny because as much as I want things to go back to normal and I'm so excited that, you know, it sounds like I, I've talked to, you know, I've talked to other people and, and um, they're kind of hinting that production's going to be starting soon. So that's, you know, or at least an attempt and, and getting ready because it's going to take a while, but you know, that's all great. But I really hope that this is something that we get to continue. Like we get to see everybody this way because it, it is like, I don't, there's, it's great to have things in person, but it doesn't always work. Like it's, yeah. it's, you know, this is a great alternative. And it, it also, I mean, to be, have people on different sides of the world, like, you know, that, that aren't here, like yes. such a great opportunity. So definitely. I mean, like you said, nobody, you know, wants to be in the pandemic, but, but it is a great way to really have everybody just like sit down and you're not running around Comic-Con and just get to talk and do that family hangout. So it, it was really great. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny because uh, speaking of the pandemic, the last thing that I did before everything happened with the pandemic was visit set when oh I saw gosh. you. Oh. That was the last thing I did. And that was in February. And it's funny yeah. because I was wondering if I should go. And I was like, cause you know, like they were talking about that, that pen, you know, they were talking about the coronavirus on the news. And I was like, yeah. should I get on a plane right now? Is it safe? Like, should I do it? And I was like, no, it's fear the walking dead. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go. And I was like yeah. wiping the seats down and everything. And then oh my gosh. like, and then I get home and then it's like, nope, you're not going anywhere else. That's it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, at least yeah. I did that. Cause Don't that feel, was, I mean, my mom wipes the seats down on a plane before all this happened. I mean, literally when we got on a plane, She's like, don't touch anything. I'm just wiping everything down. So yeah, I mean, around February, I think there were, I mean, very minimal cases, but I mean, it was, it was out there, but I mean, it hadn't become obviously what it is now yet. So, um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm so glad you, you did get to come out and, and see, see some, some fun stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It was actually really nice that the trailer had a lot of the stuff that, that was going on when I was there. Cause I could finally be like, I saw that I was there. Like that was, that was exciting. Yeah. So, and you know, it's, it's really funny. I don't think I've ever actually gotten to tell you this, but a funny story. Yeah. Um, and I've shared this on the podcast before, but I think it's, it's just so funny. Last year when I first met you yeah. on set, cause I was yeah. on set last year and you were filming, it was 507. And you and Coleman Domingo were filming the scene where you're putting the parachute up. Yes. So I don't think, it's so obviously you didn't know this. This was the funniest part. You had no idea that this, that was the scene that we got to see because we were sitting in the video village watching you do that. Right. So there were four of us and we're four journalists and we're all sitting there watching it. And you said the line, but Daniel said, and Shara's face and I think Courtney was there like all the AMC people and they're like don't listen to what she just said don't don't listen to what she just said because you said Daniel and so everybody's like Daniel 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 Salazar is coming back and so it was oh like my this, gosh. but it wasn't you like you, we were oh. just watching your scene you know what I mean like we were what they had no idea that that was the line that you were going to say and it was so funny because they're like, you, you signed an NDA. You can't say anything. I see what you're saying. Okay. So you, oh yes. So we were yes. all like, we were all watching that. And then we heard that and they're like, you weren't supposed to know that you don't know anything. Cause obviously like, you know, it's in February. So the, that episode wasn't even going to air until right. July. Okay. And I remember this. It's, I remember exactly filming this. Like when we were, you know, with the parachute. Episode. Yeah. I think my line was like, Daniel said every day is a chance to. Mm-hmm. To start over to get it right. I think that's yeah, you, it, that is oh the line. Yeah, I spoiled it. No, but no, no, you didn't spoil it. You just gave everybody so much to look forward to. Oh my god! Oh my god! Poor, poor Shara and Courtney. They're probably like, oh my god. Yeah, I know the looks on their face because yeah, like we're sitting there, we're watching, we're all intense, and we're watching yeah. it. You know, and everybody's like focused. And then you said it, and then everybody just kind of looked, and you can just see their faces were just like. Oh, I can only imagine. So, but it was, it ended up being like the funniest thing ever. So, I mean, like I said, it wasn't you. It was just the fact that we just happened to see that particular scene of all the scenes. So, oh my goodness. Well, at least, at least it was something to look forward to. I kind of feel like (laughs) ruined the surprise, but. No, no. You know, it's so funny because I talk about this because like, I, I love like you guys are so good about keeping secrets. I don't know how you do it. It's, and, and people are always like, oh, you get to see screeners and you get to see like the episode in, in advance. It's yeah. like, yeah, but that's not always fun because secrets are hard. Like it's hard to find somebody like, there's so many things that I want to say like, oh, and, and yeah. when I saw Alexa back this February, we were at fill in the blank yeah. and we were talking about fill in the blank and but I can't say you know and like I I was just really glad when they said that Lenny was directing that particular episode because then I was finally like okay that's one secret I don't have to keep anymore like he he, like he announced it himself so yeah I I was there for that (laughs) that that honestly is like I think the hardest part about you know this kind of universe and and being on show like this is that there are so many secrets and I mean I've done interviews where basically almost every question I'm like can't say. Um, I'm so sorry. I can't say, you know, I can't say, you know, so I always feel so bad because I feel like I'm always saying I can't say, but like, I really can't. So it is very hard because there's so much that I'm excited for about this season that I wish I could say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
but so since we, since we know that, and, and that's what that was something um, just for the listeners, I did tell Alexa that I was not going to bug her for anything that she can't talk about because that wouldn't be cool. And I want her to come back. So I don't want to like put yeah. her on the spot and get her in trouble. And then, you know, no we're, we're not doing that, no but uh, <laughs> there's a little, but, a little bit I can say that, that I will talk about. Yeah, no, def- definitely. I mean, can you, um, you know, obviously everybody has been torn apart. So we can't talk about who you got stuck with and things like that because those are secrets. But a lot of the questions, you know, going back to some of the fan questions, like people were asking, like, you know, we saw so much of you with Alicia in season four, and then you didn't get to really be with Alicia in season five, but yeah. then you got to be with Coleman Domingo and, and yeah. Ruben Blades. Like, okay. what are some of your favorite interactions? Because Charlie gets, like, that's what's really neat about Charlie. She gets to be with everybody. Like, you've, exactly. you've had really cool scenes with just about everybody, and that's unusual for the show, because, yeah. like, not everybody gets that. Definitely. You know, I, I mean, I love all the storylines, you know, I think, and I think what's great is, is like you said, that Charlie really does have so many great relationships with different people and they all bring, and they're all different, you know, types of relationships, you know, I think, um, Daniel is kind of maybe like a father figure and, um, Alicia is more like a sister, um, thing, which, um, I will get to in a second. Um, (laughs) so I, I love, um, Gosh, I, I don't have like a favorite. I mean, I, I'm really, we have such a wonderful cast and I'm so lucky. And I, I truly love getting to work with everybody, you know? I mean, there's definitely people, like you said, like Alicia and and, and Strand and Salazar that I have worked with more than, than others. Um, I mean, up until the end of season five. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can say that in season six, we we'll definitely be exploring more of the Charlie, Alicia, sisterly, sisterly bond, sisterly dynamic, and the lengths that Charlie will go to, to preserve that bond. So I'm very excited. And I'm excited that I can say that. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm so glad you were able to, like, that's, everybody's going to go nuts when they hear that, because this is like, this is, I mean, that, I think that episode in the house like and you're about to drown and like that will go down as one of the top episodes of the entire series and and that's no matter what and that's like universal even people who don't you know aren't as fond of the later seasons as they were the earlier seasons like everybody says like that was such a powerful episode for both Alicia Debnam Carey and for you like to be able to to be in such an intense moment and and again thinking back to how old you were doing that like that yeah. just like that just blows my mind that thank just... you, you and it doesn't look like there was a moment of fun in that episode because that was <laughs> that, none of that looked fun <laughs> it was um an amazing experience that I will absolutely never forget um Alicia and I you know personally we hadn't really worked together much so we before that episode so we really got a chance to to you know connect and we got really close during that episode and it truly was just the most amazing experience getting to do that episode but I have a fun fact so today August yeah today's August 19th right yes um I honestly don't know how I know this I think you know what I was going through my Instagram recently the other day and just looking at you know older photos that I posted and today August 19th is 
the day that this episode aired two years ago, two years oh, ago, wow. August 19th, close your eyes. So in some ways it feels like it was just yesterday that I filmed that, but also I'm like, oh my gosh, like it kind of does feel like a long time ago, but that episode is so beyond special to me. And I truly, I mean, getting to work with Alicia was just an honor and getting to do just that whole episode and getting to do such like intense scenes with her was amazing as an actor. And I've learned and continue to learn so much from her. And I mean, the stuff that I got to do in that episode is just so beyond, I mean, amazing. And of course, our our director for that episode, Michael Satrazimus, who I love, just it just made everything come together so well. And I, I, I could watch that episode over and over and over again. And my mom cries every time she watches it to this day. I mean, I, I cry a little and it's just, I mean, it has such a special place in my heart. Definitely. Definitely. That's yeah. That I, I, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we've seen so many things happen across the walking dead universe. Yeah. And that was like the first time because people have always asked like, well, you know, why haven't we seen, snow or why haven't we seen you know so that was like like that was so real because that happens every year to people you know there, there are people who could relate to that because they've been through it in real life and so you know it's one of those like true to life things where people can say well I've been in in the base you know like stuck in raging water stuck in yes. you know a hurricane and, and like think about that yeah yeah you know because the and it's funny because even now um in I've I've I, I've been shocked at how, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, I don't understand the missions on Fear the Walking Dead, like these missions that people are going on and giving their stuff away. Like who would do that? And what's been the most like really uplifting thing about this whole pandemic is how many people did exactly that. Like, I don't know if you've seen the Instagram posts of people like leaving things for their definitely. delivery drivers oh, with definitely. messages that we are just that. like yours. We, yeah, my mom put a little, um, basket thing together with water and snacks outside for them so yeah I I mean yeah I've seen I've seen that all over social media yeah so it's I mean there are so many like true to life things that I don't think people really thought about until until now I I, I, I didn't even think about the storm that way I mean obviously filming the storm was I mean absolutely insane but so cool I mean we had these huge like industrial fans and all these Poses. I mean, you were just like walking, like, oh my God, like I am oh, getting man. like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was also like such a, like an adrenaline rush getting to do that. And, you know, we filmed in the water tanks getting to do, we, we were in there for hours and hours and we had wetsuits and, you know, the water was like up to here, I think if I remember. And it was just very intense, but also very special and something that I had absolutely never done before. So it, it's just, like I said, that, that whole experience, um, that whole episode is just like always so special to me. Oh, wow. Wow. And it's cool that you got to do it yourself too. Like, you yeah. know, you were able to be in it and cause everybody like I, Maggie Grace is always, she's always, <laughs> when I, we were on set, let's see last year. No. Yeah. yeah last year. And there she was talking about it, it. We had no context for what she was talking about because again, like, you know, we never know. And she yeah. was like, well, I was hanging upside down in a plane on a cliff. And like, you know, <laughs> we're like, we're like, what? really? Like, I know, I know. You know, but like the, the stunt work that you guys do, you know, that, that people do, like, it, it's so interesting because so many of, of the cast do their own stunts and they have the opportunity. But the fact that you were able to do that, 
at, you know, 11 or 12 is just insane. Thank you. I mean, we definitely obviously had help from our amazing stunt coordinators and all our stunt doubles. But I mean, most of the water stuff was us. I mean, we were, we were in there. We were definitely getting attacked by the storm. (laughs) I mean, like I said, some little stuff here and there, like, you know, just a, a few things that we just couldn't do. Um, our, our stunt people helped us out with, but for the most part, I mean, that, that really was all us. Oh, wow. That is so, that is absolutely so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we've, um, I know we've talked a little bit about season six and you've shared some really cool things. Is there anything else that you want people to know about, you know, that you, that you can say, or like, you know, how would you, everybody's using the word dark is like, compared to previous seasons, like, would you say that's like an accurate term? 100% accurate. I mean, um, I think I, I I can 100% say that this season is dark. It is intense. It is, um, it is scary. I mean, I, I definitely, like I said, I mean, I was even spooked a little (laughs) on set. So I, I definitely think that um, the fans are going to see a much more just dark and kind of um, in, intense and, and cool. And just, I, I yeah, I, I think, I don't even know how to describe, like, how dark and intense and scary. And, I mean, like I said, the only way I can put it is, like, we are putting the fear in Fear the Walking Dead this year. You know, every, I mean, each season that I've been a part of has had, you know, a, a different tone and and this one really is one of my favorites oh that's so that's so awesome yeah. and um is there anything that you can say about Skidmark because there are a lot of people who are worried about Skidmark and um <laughs> I mean you know I I love Skidmark I I love I love Ruben and Skidmark and I love getting to work with Ruben I mean Ruben is one of the most just kind and and loving and um very just like inclusive he's he's always and respectful he's always you know um including me in if he has a conversation with the writer director he's always like alexa um come talk with us and he'll always just be so um supportive and and giving as as an actor so i always love working with him um and i love skidmark skidmark is such a and i know all the fans love skidmark so much which which makes me so happy but you know as to if they will be reunited at any time, I'm, I can't really say anything about that. You know, I, you, you never know. I, I'm not sure if they'll, if we'll see Charlie reunite with Daniel and, and Skidmark or if they'll reunite. I'm not really sure. Um, but, but look, anything is, anything's possible. And yeah, I, I love Skidmark too. So <laughs> I were really, you a were you a cat person like before you started doing scenes with with Skidmark? You know what I I say this all the time. I have a dog. We probably would have a cat. My mom's actually allergic to cats, uh-huh. so we can't have one. Um, but Skidmark really. There were a few different cats that actually played Skidmark. Oh, how funny! So, yeah, it was it was really cool to to you know get to work with um, an animal, you know, and, and work with the cat and the cat trainer and. It was, it was very cool, but I, 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 I mean, I, I wish we could have a cat. It's just because of my mom, we, we can't, I mean, not that I don't love my dog. I do love him. But 
Um, I feel like we probably would get a cat if it if it wasn't for her allergies. But, yeah, 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 yeah. No, those were like I have to say, those were like the best scenes of of you know because you never know like and again with a character like Charlie, you never know like who she's going to gravitate towards, and that's such an interesting connection to form with somebody like Daniel Salazar because he's so he's been through so much and he knows I I think if anybody can understand what she's been through like he's got this really interesting insight because of what his past was like and the things he's had to do so you know the fact that they've bonded is just is so cool because you know there's and he's such an interesting comparison to somebody like John Dory who's like law enforcement you know Mr. Stand-up you know, do the right thing guy. And then you have Salazar who's like, well, you should do the right thing, but if you have to go the other way, you know, like he sees that. And I think Charlie is like the embodiment of just do whatever you have to do to get through this. Yeah. You know, know, I, I think they really are. I feel like you'd think that Charlie and and Daniel Salazar, you know, because of their different stages in their life, you'd think they wouldn't, you know, be a kind of, good pairing but they really are because Charlie lost her parents and he lost you know his daughter and they each help each other and they work so well together and I love their dynamic I mean I love it I love the storyline like I said I love working with Ruben so I, I I really think they are so good for each other and and like you said I mean I think Charlie's relationship with with each other member of the family brings something different to to her life and to the other person's life and I think it's really great to see her have all these kind of different dynamics and relationships with all these different people oh that's so yeah it's so cool and I think I think that makes for such an interesting experience too yeah. and that's you know so many so many people get kind of stuck in the same patterns you know like they get to meet with this or work with the same people and yeah. And for Charlie, it's just like, she's gotten to do so many things that are just yeah. so cool. So yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, it, and again, I know it's, it's one of those things that you, you won't be able to say, but I'll be able to say, I'm just going to say that knowing, knowing that season six is going to be so crazy with the anthologies and, and, yes. you know, who ends up with, with who, and, you know, we got some pictures that kind of showed people together that doesn't mean anything and then we we have the trailer and that that doesn't mean anything and you know (laughs) Morgan's got red eyes and that doesn't really mean anything until you see it that it means something but it's I mean there's there's just like there's just a world of endless possibilities for someone like Charlie because she could go anywhere oh yeah and deal with it and that's kind of cool yeah I mean I think our showrunners and and writers and creators have just created a this this character and and you know the whole show where anything is possible like anything can happen anybody could be paired with anyone at any time and really anything is possible so that's always very exciting as an actor and I'm sure as as you know a fan of the show and, and a viewer yeah definitely and um so I guess last question and when we as we wrap this up I was you know going back to the, um, to Comic-Con at home, you got to meet a bunch of really cool people. And, you know, obviously crossovers are something that can now happen in the Walking Dead universe. And, and we've seen a couple and, you know, Sherry's coming over to fear and Dwight's come over to fear and, you know, Morgan, obviously, 
um, after meeting so many people that you didn't have a chance to meet before mm -hmm. as, you know, as you, not as Charlie, yeah. who would you want to see Charlie if you could have a dream crossover with anyone from the other casts? Who would you want her to team up with next if, if you could make that decision? You know, I, oh my gosh, that's so tough. Okay, I'm gonna have to go with Judith. I think, I, I think Charlie and Judith would make a great team. I, I would love to see that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I can't that's even imagine. A tough question though, because there's a lot of people, but I mean, yeah, Judith. Oh, so cool. That would be amazing. So, yeah. well, cool. Well, I, cannot thank you enough for joining us and um and for being a guest and i would love to have you yeah. back yeah and this was so great to to talk and catch up and i really did have the best time so thank you again for having me oh you're so welcome and maybe we can you know what we'll do is we'll talk when the season's airing so then we can actually talk about i would love that. stuff <laughs> i would love that so i can say more so it's not like i mean i can only say this i i would love to do that yeah, no, you have an open invitation anytime. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much. We want to thank Alexa Nysenson for joining us this week, and we can't wait to reveal some of our future guests. We have a couple members of the cast and crew coming up from The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. And as we get closer to October, we can expect to have more interviews and more exclusive content for you. So be sure you're checking back each week. And um, we have new episodes on Sundays and Wednesdays. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time to be a fan. So uh, we're just hoping to give you guys enough to uh, keep you occupied until the show comes back. And um, again, that's The Walking Dead comes back on October 4th, followed by the, the series premiere of The Walking Dead World Beyond. And then one week later, it's the season six premiere of Fear the Walking Dead on October 11th. So lots to look forward to. Uh, so now, uh, for now, we just wanna say thank you. Remember to hit us up with a review, leave us questions and subscribe. And until next time, I wanna remind you to stay safe, wash your hands and watch out for those walkers. Thanks everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.